0: No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.
1: Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com Blue Wire. That's slash Blue Wire for a $3 trial set.
2: Happy Spinny Saturday to all those joining us. Matt Cox here, hosting the Feel of 68 Best Bets show. presented by our fine sponsor, Bet Rivers. Jimmy Root needs some WD 40 on his Spinny Hack. Kai, right. I don't get why yours is so curved. I, I think I have the best uh, quality. I curved um, it here of the three of us. You did curve it. Yeah, but Kai, Kai's that's like a helicopter right now. Um, so for those <laughs> just now tuning in for the first time, make sure you, uh, this is the required wardrobe to to watch and participate with us on Saturday mornings. A pretty light slate today. Uh, usually we'll have a heavy slate Saturday, Kai, but today it's a little bit lighter. It was heavy yesterday. So we'll have to deep dive into each matchup. Deep, nuance intricacies. We'll hit them all here. Uh, but first, you, I want your takeaways from what we learned yesterday.
3: Uh, well, Matt, I was at the Brew City Battle up in War- Milwaukee. Very cool venue at the Miller Park, of course. Bad shooting. Uh, I don't know how those guys even saw the hoop. The depth perception was crazy in there. And also, it was like 10 degrees colder by the floor than it was up in the press box. Uh, Noticeable temperature difference. Noticeable depth perception issues. Jim, pretty good underbet, man. Way to go.
4: Yeah. Hey, best bet. Way to get get a winner there across the line. Uh, Similar stuff on the aircraft carrier, Kai. Hideous Mm -hmm. shooting. Everyone was cold. The crowd was, like, bundled up. Like, once the sun went down, it was actually freezing. So, unsurprisingly, an ugly game there. But my takeaway, Matthew, is Imani Imania went nuts mm, for Eastern mm, Michigan last mm. night. 30 points, nearly took down the Wolverines from Papa John's Arena in Detroit. The takeaway's a little more about Michigan's perimeter defense. Wait, though. wait, wait, hold, hold on, pause. Isn't it Little Caesars Arena? Little Caesars, you're right. Thank you.
2: Pita, pita. Yes. pita, pita Sorry, pita. I had to correct that. Good
4: catch, yes. Good, uh, good loyalty to the brand there. Of course. Michigan's perimeter defense was terrible, and they didn't change anything during mm-hmm. the game. It was just Farrakhan and Bates, ball screens mm-hmm. with Dickinson mm-hmm. in space, and they just kept scoring off the dribble. It was weird to not see them try some sort of zone or some sort of junk defense because they couldn't handle those two guys. So right. I will be keeping my eye on the Wolverines perimeter
3: defense.
2: Uh, I'll just go right to the Barstool Classic. I know I probably should talk about the Gonzaga. The Redacted, uh, classic. The redacted classic. Pardon me. Yes. Uh, sorry, that Rivers are our, our overlords. Um, it's <laughs> just an awesome basketball game. I think two teams that are legitimate NCAA t- tournament caliber worthy. Toledo looked super sloppy to start, but then tightened the screws and just basically controlled that game wire to wire Uh 93 on a pretty damn good UAV defense. Pretty impressive with Todd Kowalczyk has done. I want to say he's one of the top five, most profitable coaches to back the last two, to three seasons. So he's the um, most, he's like last most profitable last L- the most, number, most one. number one. Okay, there you go. So no yeah. one's above him. Yeah. Good coach to back. All right, let's go to the roundup. sorry. The, uh, The rundown here, we're going to start west, Jim, and come back to east. I know around, I'm thinking of our own podcast. Uh, or So west coast it is to start off going Boise State, Washington State, Taco Bell Arena. Short spread here, Jimmy. The Broncos are laying uh, what a deuce now um, to the wazoo, as I call them. Spread feels a little bit low to me. Uh, Boise State looked a little rough in their first game. This feels like a game they might play better uh, at a place they usually play well. What do you make of this matchup?
4: I kind of lean towards Wazoo here. I I think this should be a pick 'em coin flip type of game. I think Gay Mo Gay can dominate in the paint uh, because I don't really trust what uh, Boise State has this year in the paint. They struggle a little bit with South Dakota size, and that's or South Dakota State, excuse me. Uh, So, with that and with the way Justin Powell played in the opener, Matt, your Mm -hmm. boy for Wazoo Mm -hmm. 14 points, 12 assists, five rebounds. If he is firing like that. Then Wazoo, I think, is is maybe a little undervalued right now. So I'm certainly leaning towards the Cougars on the road here. I'm Kai. I'm going to wait and see if we can get over to two and a half or even a three here.
3: Gosh, uh, they're favored. Did, did they open a favorite? Oh, they, they're, they're,
4: they're favorite. favorite. Matt's a. They're, they're minus two. Washington yes, State's okay. minus two. Oh,
3: that man. completely like I said, flipped. That yeah. completely flipped. Like a, yeah, it did. I got. Wow.
4: This at, or I thought it should be closer to picking. I got. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So,
3: oh, You're talking about the talk market. Thank you. Good call, Kai. Uh, they took. They took money for sure. Big money. It's Ooh. possible Max Rice is out for Boise State. He's he's the questionable guy. He hurt himself on a game-winning shot attempt for against South Dakota State. Matt, he matters. Very she, good player. It's, it's, it's not she, a thin rotation, but
4: hundred percent either. Like he left and came back. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: that's true. Uh, if he's out, I like the under even more in this game. I liked it before. Two very good defenses. Teams that don't really push the pace. Seeing this kind of being a stalemate offensively on both ends. Both teams are really big. Boise yes. going to go six six across the board, plus a 6'11 guy, Boise's going to do basically the exact same thing, plus Marcus Shaver, a very good point guard. Uh, Two very good rebounding teams. Not going to be a lot of second chances here. So I think it's going to be a war, Matt. I'm leaning towards the under here. Side, I would also agree with Jim, especially if Rice is out. As a general rule of thumb,
2: I just don't fade Kyle Smith and Daydraid up there in Wazoo. Although you look at the numbers, he's actually, I think, a negative uh, against the spread coach the last few seasons. I think there's some other uh, factors at play. I'm just not looking to fade Boise. Um, I think that first game, they got like their Mountain West championship rings. It felt like kind of a a, a hangover type spot. I think they bounced back here at home. Um, so I'm trying to respect these West Coast home courts, which have played pretty well to start the year. Uh, let's go to another one, which is a pretty strong home court. Reno, i going to you here. The Wolfpack hosting Grand mm. Canyon. Um, this spread felt short to me as well. Uh, I took the pack here at minus one and a half. It's, I think, up to two and, or sorry. No, back down to one and a half now. So yep, some yep. Mm-hmm. conflicting forces here in the market. Um, I know Grand Canyon's well coached. I know they're good as they have been every year since Bryce Drew's arrived there, but doesn't
3: it feel short? Maybe a little bit. I, I respect Grand Canyon. I don't have much feel for this game to start with, but the no hunter Macintosh thing still for Nevada kind of worries me. Their their point guard situation is dicey. Yeah, now, and they played black shear a point, like a six-six swing guy basically. And he has seven assists. He played pretty well, played and well. that gives him an enormous lineup. Like if he's if he's their point guard at six six, right? But Grand Canyon gym is tough. Um, they don't quite have the size this year that they've have in the past. So Will Baker might have an advantage inside for Nevada. Could be a big game for him, but they're so well coached. Matt mentioned uh, Bryce Drew, fantastic coach, even on the road. It's too much of a toss up for me. I, I'm staying fully away. Yeah, I'm, I'm with the chat here,
4: boys. Joe Kids, Grand Canyon, best bet of the day. Like show, wow. long team favored. I made GCU minus a half here. Um, I, I think they're. A little better, so if I can get two or or whatever the the best price in the market is, Matt. I Matt's a lot higher on Nevada than I am this year. I am. We've got our own board bet between Nevada and Fresno, so we're conflicted. Unsurprisingly, we're conflicted again here. But I, I just think GCU's got the size to compete with Will Baker. They've got a more dynamic perimeter with Blackshire and and uh, what they brought in via the portal, and with with McIntosh out, I'm I'm just concerned about Nevada. So Matt, mm-hmm. we are head to head on this one. <clears throat>
2: Yeah, I think you look at the rosters, and I can see why the line is what it is. It's just something about Nevada basically being a pick at home um, against Grand Canyon. I know it's a new Grand Canyon. It's a new era with Bryce Drew, and he has a new standard there. I just can't quite uh, – the, the pure handicapper in me can't quite get the robotic triggers and, and remove my number from the equation. So I, I, I do take the pack stinks. there. Trust your number. The number – it probably does. Trust your number. Um, I can't trust it, Kai. I have no confidence in my numbers. They're all just gut feels anyway. Jim, I'm going to you for the battle of the I-10 next up on the rundown. Huge rivalry down there in the New Mexico West Texas property. UTEP hosting New Mexico State. Fun thing about this matchup: this will be the first of three meetings between these teams this year. So, if you have a hard take in this matchup, just three. basically bet wow. the same team the next two mm-hmm. times. I guess if you lose, you know, go back and double You know, double or nothing. Jim, I like the Miners. Our oh, Miners at home. Yep. I do. So um, it's a short spread, basically around a pick. Not a ton of home. I guess if you believe in travel as the bigger part it's of very the home close. equation, oh, very close. but. Yeah. Uh, Should be a great home crowd. UTEP comes out to support against uh, New Mexico State for sure.
4: Yeah, we're going from enemies to friends here, Matt. I'm with Mm -hmm. you. Uh, The Miners and the Aggies turned over their roster big time this offseason. But New Mexico State, as a new coach, Kai, they've only played one game. It was D1. They rolled over them easily. Mm -hmm. Whereas UTEP went to Texas and played maybe the best defense in the country and and competed, covered. I think this more battle-tested Miners team is more... Prepared for this game,
3: mm-hmm.
4: uh, and I'm, I want to wait and see a little bit more what New Mexico State is without Jan's there anymore with that whole brand new roster. So, like Matt, yeah, I'm I'm with UTEP here.
3: Yeah, it's a big rivalry game, huge rivalry game. These teams hate each other. These programs hate each other. It's Greg Hire's first time in this rivalry game. Head coach in Mexico State coming over from juco program line feels right to me, but I do sort of lean towards UTEP because of what Jim said, Matt. Their play against Texas was impressive. Yeah, they lost by like 15, but it was closer than that. And Joe Golding. Did very well uh, against his his buddy, Chris Beard. Uh and then Jury's is still out on higher. I I know, I, I assume he's a very good coach. He had a, a ton of success. New Mexico State is always good as a program. Uh, but against UTEP here with a great coach, I kind of lean towards the minors. I also kind of lean towards the under. Could be a bit of a physical game here. That? Um, it's been kind of back and forth overs and unders in the history of this rivalry, though. I do agree with Kai. The, the number price feels about right. So
2: if, if if you believe in our strong qualitative sentiments for the miners, you back them. But this isn't like some market mispricing or anything. I think it's a pretty fair line. Um, but yeah, New Mexico State, work in progress to start. So I think I'm looking to fade that early. Last of our West Coast slate before we go to chat mob round one. And I apologize for omitting the Shaheen Holloway ball. We will open with the chat mob inquiries with that. So mm-hmm. that's on me, hand up. We'll address it. I apologize, chat. But Kai, before we get there, Headed out to SoCal, Loyola, Marymount hosting UC Davis. The Lions off a brutal second half collapse against Riverside, much to our liking as Riverside backers there. Playing UC Davis, as I mentioned, who just beat Cal, which is not really an accomplishment at this point. Um, What do you make of this matchup, point and simple?
3: Yeah, interesting spread. Uh, Market slash odds makers are basically saying UC Davis is better than UC Riverside. And I'm not sure that's true. This line is shorter than we saw against Riverside. I'd probably put Riverside over Davis. Um, I don't give Davis a ton of credit for beating Cal. Eli Pepper, though, might be out for UC Davis. His status is very key. He's the heart and soul of UC Davis. That's probably why the line has come up a little bit. I'm assuming he might be on the leading sort of the side of being out. Um, The athleticism gym, Edge, Loyola, and Marymount here. Um, They have to be sore from blowing that lead against Riverside. They're up by like 20 points. I think LMU gets it done, though the line has climbed a little bit. Five and a half is too much for me to lay, though.
1: Yeah,
4: if Pepper and Ade Adebayo are both out, who both mm-hmm. missed their their last D1 game, uh, non-D1 game, excuse me, then I think I would probably lean towards LMU here. Their offense looked really good in the first half. Jordan Majeski kept tweeting about it. He's like, the spacing. LMU has spacing this year. I love Eli Scott, but they have spacing. Fortunately, they didn't play any defense in the second half. But yeah, with Kai, I don't, I don't give UC Davis a lot of credit for the Cal win. I think Cal is terrible. Um, So I would lean towards LMU here getting right after a a big time collapse. They're more talented. I think the roster is better. And if pepper's out, then stepping in on five and a half probably isn't the worst move. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I got bet up to six. I, I'm it was at four this morning. I missed it. I was gonna take first half LMU. Uh maybe a repeat of the first half demolition, second half collapse story that we saw last game, but yeah, uh like nothing that. there. Yeah, I might have to get with that. Yeah. I did endorse Portland first half yesterday, which is a big fat loser. So uh let's let's pump the brakes on uh, people maybe believing I'm a first half so I am I'm not. Um, let's go to chat mom. Who's gonna run the czar today?
4: I got, you you, got point to
2: get Thank you, Jimbo. Uh,
4: and yeah, and we will start. Uh, Alec Crusoe was the first one to bring it up, but we have to talk about it. The, the Shaheen Holloway Bowl, Matt, go to you. St. Peter's headed the seat in hall. What do you think? It feels like a slog. What do you got?
1: Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash Bluewire. That's harrys.com dot com slash Bluewire for a $3 trial set.
2: Yeah, I took the uh the Peacocks. Uh, I think it's a big number against a banged up seat in the whole team. I thought Peacock's were pretty impressive first game. Like they got some horses. It's not a talent depleted roster by any means. And Bashir Mason can coach. Awesome coach. Uh basically it has his own mid-major powerhouse so waggers down the road. He moves up to the state. It's like a perfect like prom- like job promotion. Um, I actually might yeah. be like a, a lateral move In some people's minds So yeah, I like the here.
4: Yeah, Seton Hall covered the first game Because Monmouth was like 2 for 100 from 3 um, <laughs> Yeah, that, And they stink is, Yeah, they're really bad So yeah, I would lean towards the dog too I think Mason can muck it up Kai, I'll go to you for a question from Scott H Georgia Tech at Georgia State Ooh. The ACC school on the road Hot at Atlanta, Mid-major mm-hmm. this, this number's come down too We're sitting around two basically seeing close to a toss up. What do you yep. think?
3: I like Georgia State here, man. Uh, I'm not a big Georgia Tech believer this season. I think they're the worst team in the ACC, and that's saying something because Pitt resides in that conference. Um, Georgia State. So is Louisville. and so so is Louisville. Is Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> Georgia State. Uh, gosh, who took over? Oh, uh, the guy from Xavier took Xavier. over for Georgia Jonas State. Jonas Hayes. Who I, yeah, think is Hayes. Like. Hayes. Awesome. I think he's a great coach. I think Georgia State's got talent. Always good program. I like them today. Uh, plus, I mean, two, plus two, plus two and a half. Yeah, yeah. I agree.
4: Yeah with you uh matt you're getting a question from i'm looking at this this is jim root is asking this question okay huh, interesting huh I'm stealing a question from the chat ball hogging. matt i'm curious about incarnate word at unlv that spread felt really high to me you've been an incarnate word guy your whole life what do, you, what do you think
2: yeah incarnate word and or under i think it's really ugly low scoring game if you like incarnate word um i've kind of sold my incarnate word share shim so i'm no longer the flag bearer
4: Four yeah, I, I could buy under, too. You know, he doesn't have a lot of offensive pop.
2: And they guard. They All definitely right. guard.
4: Kai, back to the chat. Ryan Abramowitz, UMass Lowell headed to Rutgers. Remember, Rutgers has smacked two teams as mm-hmm. a home favorite here. This is the, as I said to you guys, the We Crushed Columbia Bowl. Both these teams yeah. have demolished Columbia. What do you think?
3: This is the best team they've played. Um, but I'm not going against Rutgers right now, man. They look to be a different gear on defense. And even though they've played two pretty poor teams, um, no sense invading them at the at the rack. I, I would stay away. Yeah,
2: Currently, I, UMass Lowell Jim is one fiftieth in Ken Palm. Do you think they, they're better than? They're not than, bad. They're not I bad think that at team's all.
3: Really good. Yeah,
2: Are they're better saw, than Old Dominion. They're better
3: than we Sanford. Can, we, we can go down the list of Ken Palm. Sorry, sorry.
4: I think it'll be more competitive. Caleb McConnell still potentially out. Uh, that's obviously a, a big factor. Even though it wasn't in the first two games, but against competitive Rutgers. competition, Rutgers. it matters um wonka dog you asked about wofford high point that will come later in the best bet section so no uh won't show our hand quite yet there and then last one before we move on kai brandon bailey asked about alcorn state on the road at wichita yeah yeah what do you think
3: i almost pulled the trigger on alcorn i did not um but the reference old miss inspired me last season alcorn was awesome Against the spread, I think Landon Bussey might be the real deal. He came over from Prairie View. Is the real seems deal. like he might have been a big deal on Prairie View's bench there. Maybe helped them out for a few years as we saw those programs kind of flip last season. I lean towards Alcorn, even though Wichita's got a great home court in the Roundhouse.
4: Yeah, and Wichita was impressive in first game, but they were Alcorn as a feisty dog, big big double digits. <clears> I like <throat> it. All right, Matthew, kicking it back to you for the outline.
2: And we go to the East Coast for the second segment of this show. Mr. McKeon, coming to you for the first one, Buffalo hosting James Madison. The Bulls completely retooling their roster this offseason. I think the early money we've seen that's coming on James Madison is sort of a fade of that, especially Mm -hmm. coming off James Madison's demolition of uh, Hampton. So it could be a two-pronged. Uh, explanation to the money, James Madison might just be really good. Buffalo who
3: the heck knows after they lost that wave of talent that just departed. I, I think people love James Madison and, and for good, right. Uh, they're awesome. And yeah, they're up to four now. They're one of my favorite teams in college basketball, James Madison, but this is too high. I don't think Buffalo gets the respect it deserves. Prices are- um, we talked about programs. They're a great program. I closed my eyes and took Buffalo against Colgate. They won outright. I'm kind of closing my eyes and taking them again against James Madison at plus four, they're a very athletic team. It's a solid home court. Zid Pal, their newcomer, could be a star in the MAC. 24-5-5 against Colgate. This is also, Jim, James Madison's first real game. They've won their first two games by a combined 130 points. They beat Valley Forge and they beat Hampton. I think this game uh, has a lot of scoring as well. So I would lean towards the over, even though the total is sky high, and i lean towards Buffalo.
4: Yeah, I number screams Buffalo to me just because I'm like, how good can James Madison be? Yeah, um, even some of Byington's best Georgia Southern teams wouldn't have been favored at Buffalo, like, no. or would have been like them or something. So this number feels really tilted. I'm I'm hesitant to take Buffalo because there's a lot of turnover with them, but they did play well in the first game, got some good confidence rolling. James Madison, it it feels like, Kai, if you're wrong, you're going to be big wrong, like James Madison. Yeah, Yes. Yeah. they might win by 20. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) it's going to be really frustrating. Uh, But I'm probably going to trust the number and go with Buffalo as well. So that's that's where I'm at, Matthew.
2: Yeah, I'm not going to repeat what you guys just said. In summary, uh, line feels wrong, but gut seems to understand why the line is what it is. All right, next game up, Jim. We're going to stay in the Buffalo uh, proper. Canisius hosting St. Bonaventure. And I'm going to just... Cherry-picked the exact same narrative we just viewed for that last game. It's Kenesha's catching seven points, in my opinion, too many, against a team in St. Bonaventure completely retooling the roster. Why are they laying seven on the road? I know it's not really a road game. It's just down the road kind of, but um, Man, it seems high to me. It's probably the it's at
4: least an hour and a half. Yeah, it, it does feel a little high. I don't know what Moses' flower status is yet for Bonaventure. He sat out the opener, a big part of their big transfer hall that they brought in with Luke and, uh, I believe, Banks. Is that the one for they, they got from St. Peter's? Let me double check. Yeah. Yeah. Daryl I think yeah, Daryl, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm i with Matt. It does feel a little high for a team that isn't fully proven playing their first road game. I mean, they brought back like 1% of their scoring from last year, 0.8%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, Canisius hung around a little with Youngstown. I mean, they, they gave up a ton uh, of defense, looked bad. I mean, yeah, it was more of they a, they got, yeah, they got into it late. They, they made this final score look better than the, the game played out. So I would lean Canisius, but I did not bet this game, Kai.
3: Near to die, because there's no team, Matt, that I trust least or, or less in college basketball than Canisius. Canisius. I, every year, every year since really betting full time here, Canisius is a team I cannot get correct. Um, you know, there's no Mo- Moses Flowers today for St. Bonaventure, but they have a huge coaching edge, man. I mean, Mark Schmidt kind of runs circles around Witherspoon, in my opinion. Uh, maybe back in the day, Witherspoon was better, Matt, but at Canisius, he hasn't proven to me he's been very good. As Jim mentioned, they played at Youngstown. They were down by 26. They really couldn't stop anything on defense. They're not a great offensive team either. They just don't give me the warm and fuzzies, Matt. So even though the spread feels really, really, really high, I just cannot take Canisius. All right, that's fair. Um, well, you yeah, guys will be missing out on
2: free money when uh, when my golden griffins prevail. I just want to say about to mention the exhibition. They really struggled offensively. I just think that feels like a mountain to climb on the road against a, uh, especially in a rivalry game. Uh, number nine, we got two more here. Middle Tennessee at Winthrop, I don't know a ton about either of these teams. I'll be real honest up front. Mr. McKeon, um, I know there was some two-way action on this one as well. What do you like here?
3: Yeah, two mid-major darlings, I would say. We're high in Middle Tennessee this year. Um, you know, they're an ATS darling last year. Have five guys back like with starting experience. Plus Coleman Jones, the former Northwestern transfer, is back from injury. TBD on Jalen Jordan, they're supposed to get him back as well this year. He, or his ACL, he's out. He's out. Jordan, done. That sucks. But still an extremely balanced team. Uh, And then Winthrop, Matt, I like them coming in. They got smoked by Penn State. Jim, maybe life without DJ Burns. A little bit tougher than they thought, perhaps, but they're still well-coached. Corey Hightower could be player of the year in the Big South. Should be an up-tempo game, but I'm leaning towards Middle Tennessee. I just have less questions about them at the moment.
4: Yep, Middle Tennessee for me. Uh, I, I like them a little bit here. Over, probably appealing to me as well. I think it'll mm-hmm. be a track meet. Middle Tennessee had to play really slow against Penn State's kind of slogging pace in the opener. I think they have a little slingshot effect. We get to play track meet team and winter up. Let's get up and down. I think there's some appeal to that. So, I, Middle Tennessee and the over, Matthew, that's where I would settle on this one. Uh, any any strong liens for you?
2: I lean over to just because of I know both teams have depth uh, for days. So I think that does bode well for just rolling out bodies and bodies and having no reluctance to continue to put the gas pedal uh, to the metal on both ends of the floor. So I like that overlay. I'm with you. Sold. Final game. We can't help but chuckle as we talk about the Louisville Cardinal. But hey, let's not um, Cardinals. Cardinals, sorry, not Stanford. Thank you, Kai. But let's not omit Wright State from the uh, the shame discussion after blowing a monstrous lead and uh, losing that game and also not covering in overtime to Davidson. Uh, Mr. McKeon, you have some act in this one. Tell
3: the folks where you're at. Uh, I took right because I was impressed, fr- frankly, against Davidson with them. man. They got up 21 in the first half. Davidson's a solid team, as we saw with their comeback. And Louisville hasn't impressed me with anybody. Losing out right to Bellarmine, who's a good program, but it's still Louisville. Right, They lost the D2 team as well. I'm not sure Louisville can stop Wright State's offense, Jim. Trey Calvin's going to be the best guard on the court tonight on both teams. Yes. And Louisville's offense doesn't strike fear in me either. They have a huge size advantage. like It's massive tonight, but I'm not sure it matters. Plus, Kenny Payne, I'm out of him as a coach so far. He has not done anything that, that gives me uh, a good feeling. And Scott Nagy is a coach that I uh, trust uh, quite a bit more. So I'm on the fade card train again, um, leaning towards Wright State plus five, plus five and a half.
4: Yeah, I've been trying to figure out the joke in my head, Kai. I, I haven't fully formulated it, but you're getting it anyways. If fading Louisville is lo- is wrong, then I don't want to right. be right. I want to be right. right yeah. whatever. State. I'm going to be right today. <laughs> I'm going to be right state. Yeah. Their their biggest defensive issue the last two years is they can't guard the bounce. Like They mm. cannot keep people in front of them. Louisville has one guard who can dribble. Like I know they've got some bigger guys that can kind of put the ball on the floor, but I don't think they take advantage of what Wright State is bad at. Mm-hmm. And Wright State's offense, I think, can really score on a Louisville team that their beat writers have tweeted it. Mike Rutherford said it like and I think Bellerman even said it after the game. They're like when Louisville stops scoring for a little, their defensive effort just completely wanes. Like they just not well coached. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think Wright State will be able to put it on them, won't collapse the way they did against Davidson. Sorry, Matthew. Um I, I think I think the Raiders win outright.
2: Yep, four and a half. Uh, that's a loser for those who had that in that uh, right State so Davidson game. I tend uh, to agree with you guys. Brutal. The number feels very low, but
3: it's how just a it, huge coaching Louisville? mismatch. Right, Louisville took, could just be horrible. Sorry. Louisville took a little money, by the way. It's five and a half. People are, at least somebody believes in Louisville out there. Yeah, it's a little short.
2: Um, but yeah, stay away from me. All right, second round of chat mob inquiries. Uh, but hey, before we get there, a quick plug for the merch store, Fuel of 68. I believe there's how many days left till champions classic 20% off.
4: So you got Sunday, and Monday, today. And Use the code the
2: champions champions. When you check out 20% off, they have some good merch, by the way. I like that. They put out a nice little weekly update for college football, college hoop. And uh, we're all collegiate fans here. So yeah, make sure you check that out. Purchase today. All right. Chat mob round two. Let's do it.
4: Hi, Riley, Machino, and Ted Spencer both asked about Bellarmine at Moorhead. One of them said Moorhead free money today. Is, is there a fade Bellerman off that massive emotional high of beating a crosstown rival?
3: Boy, it, it, Moorhead might hit, but if you're saying a team is free money against Bellerman, you don't know Bellerman. They are one of the best coach teams in the entire country. Scott Davenport is the man. That offense rocks. Uh, I would not say that's free money. It, it's a toss up for me there.
4: Yeah. Mark Freeman for Moorhead State missed their last non D1. If he's not in there, their backcourt's really depleted with Lathan mm-hmm. already out for the year. So I'm. I, I get the, the emotional angle, but I'm I'm hesitant until I know if Freeman's playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew, maybe I should answer this because I don't know if you're going to have the balls to do it. But are we mm, still are we still fading big pro- big favorite Providence today. They're hosting Northeastern.
2: One and two didn't um, Northeastern. I think just such a young team right now. Um, just a team mm-hmm. I don't really trust. But I I'm kind of selling Providence though. I I think it's. I wish they were playing somebody else a little older, more experienced. Because um, it's sort of a men versus the boys with province. Like it's the one thing they do have is they have physicality and they can beat you up inside.
4: Yeah, Northeastern was supposed to get a huge boost from Pridgen, the transfer and freshman Chase Cormier, and those guys barely played in the opener against Boston U, which raised red flags for me. So I'm, I, I took it small, but the fact that that roster isn't what I thought it would be for Northeastern has me a little concerned. Uh, Kai. You you are our slew Whisper, or you are you have a source Ooh. that's our slew Whisper. The two <laughs> are asking about Evansville at the Billikins today. St. Louis, what do you got?
3: Yeah, I like to go to my buddy uh who went to slew. He he tends to be pretty good at at picking SLU games. He's actually kind of uh unsure about this spread here. It's pretty big. I don't 24, like this. 24 points against Evansville. He thinks slew's looking ahead to Memphis a little bit. Uh, which is a oh. not a bad angle. Evansville, who knows, right, about them? They they were impressive in their first game against a bad Miami of Ohio team, a banged up Miami of Ohio team, but it's a brand new coach, uh, David Raglan. I like him. I don't know if he's going to compete with Slew today, Jim, could be a top 25 no team. Right now. He does not have the talent, but I don't know. I, that's a lot to lay. I, I'm not laying that with Slew. I didn't either. I'm, I'm
4: tempted by it. I, I think Evansville got a massively banged up Miami team in the yes, and could be. Now we might see their true selves come out. Uh, Matthew, from Ryan Abramowitz here, Albany at Siena. Both teams have a little bit of injury questions. Stormo on the Siena side, and Neely did get back for Albany, but Trey Hutchison only played two minutes last game. Anything for you here?
2: The Albany Bowl. Um, is Killings back today? Has he already served his suspension? He had five games out. I don't know if I really care. but No, he's still out. Five, he's five still games out, out. Okay. still. Yep. But he's, Hardly in Siena. He Sienna. Might
4: be coaching this one. There's like a, he, he coaches two, comes back for one. <clears throat> it might be this one, and then he sits three more. It's really oh, he sits them. Okay. Because okay. the
3: Albany Cup means more, Matt. Chat mob,
2: uh, give us the context on that, please. I'm putting you to work. I, but I still, all that aside, you know what? <laughs> don't even waste your time. It's not relevant. I like Siena with the points because I always like Sienna. Jackson Stormo is probably
3: still out for Sienna. Done, yeah, done by yeah, like good like a guard specialist.
4: Good this week. It didn't, didn't really sound good. Uh, I believe that's it for the chat mob. I think we've covered everything. So we might as well get to best bets, Matthew. Uh,
2: I'm going to start off the mic for my best bet. And I've already revealed mine. It's Canisius. The Golden Griffins catching too many. In Buffalo, uh, we loved the Bonnies last year, but this is a new dawn and a new day with lots of new players and covering a touchdown on the road feels like a chore. So give me the Griffins plus seven. Matt, I have
4: question for you. Sorry, yep. Ball, Ball State at Indiana State. The Hoosier Ooh, State, that's your spot. Man. Well,
2: you know, I'm the Ball State boy on this podcast. Uh, I did take the Cardinals. Uh, I got a good number, though,
3: nine, because yeah, I'm really
4: I'm, I love Indiana State this year, but that's a high number. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Kai, your best bet.
3: My best bet, guys, it's Wofford minus two at high point. Uh, Jay McCauley, Wofford's coach, thinks this is their more most talented roster he's ever had. I'm not sure I believe that quite, but I'll take his word for it, at least against high point here. BJ Mack will be the best player on the floor. Uh, he should eat in this matchup. Messiah Jones is fully healthy. He did play in their last game uh, coming off an Achilles injury, so that's huge for them. I don't think high point is a slouch at all this year, and they have a brand new arena. There was a little bit of hype in that program. G.G. Smith taking over for that's his dad, Tubby. Uh, they return most of their team besides John Michael Wright. That's a big besides. He's over at Oklahoma State right now. He's a fantastic player. They're experienced. But, Jim, I think Wofford's on a different level than High Point. I think minus two is way too short.
4: Yeah, well, High Point's supposed to get Emile Flowers back from the torn ACL. He did not mm-hmm. play in their opener. That's that's concerning. I'm not sure. He's clearly not going to be full strength if he plays, seems like. Uh, and Kyle, oh sure run. he will, Jim.
2: Come on, everyone comes back just day one, spry and springy oh, from much. those ACL recoveries. We you know
4: that. Kai Wofford's freshman guard from the state of Wisconsin, the Cheese State. Their new Max Klesmith, Jackson Pavletsky had a big he a stud? opener. He's a stud. Really, really impressive opener. I think he's going to help lead a really young backcourt that loses everything. But they they got McCorkle from Virginia. It's a pretty solid team. Yeah. Uh, all right, my best bet of the day. It's an under shocker. I know everybody will be really surprised by that. Uh, Ohio and Cleveland State, it's mostly a Cleveland State-based under. I think they're going to play really slow, slow games. I think they're a bad offensive team. 62 possessions against Cincinnati, Matt. I I was kind of like, yep, confirming. That's what I kind of think this team will be this year, a slogging underdog. Uh, So this one's down to 136. It was around 140 at some point, but I I think there's still value at 136. I think we see a really half-court – ugly game between these two and i'll take that under
2: oh Kai, you already shared yours i'm sorry so when you have some more action for us i'm just i'm thirsty for your best bets. not me Matt. um well that concludes our show thank you for tuning in for those of you who um just came by for the first time to spinny saturdays for those who are regular contributors thank you for your loyalty we'll be back next week our schedule is tbd or no it is determined it's,
3: it's no, we're back we're back on tuesday matthew so back back two on days Tuesday, off. so a two-day hiatus so uh, enjoy, enjoy your uh
4: tomorrow and monday so. mm-hmm.
2: yeah and then start getting some good uh, mts next week and week beyond but hey take the uh time off today and tomorrow we'll see you on tuesday cheers